0: Coming to you live from Parkview Studios, The Garage, this is The Brothers Catch-Up, a weekly podcast where two brothers come together to catch up. I'm Sal Biazzi, with me as always is my brother,
1: Frankie Biazzi.
0: Oh boy. Uh, I wanted to begin, I just had a question. Is it that bad to be a transphobe? Is it that bad?
1: I refuse to answer that question. I will not self-incriminate. <laughs> oh, on my well, well, own well, I'm not saying
0: I'm a transphobe. I first of all, I don't self-identify as a transphobe. I just think it's it's I'm a reasonable. All right,
1: here's my thing. I well, think there's it's probably with, a lot of transphobes. I think, I think it's reasonable <laughs> for them.
0: Right? Like, isn't it a reasonable? I wouldn't
1: term? consider. I'm, I understand why people
0: are transphobic.
1: Alright, here's my issue. Really, transphobic sympathetic. Hold on. But also, I don't like, like the term. Pro trans. I don't like the term transphobe or homophobe. Exactly, because no like, one's afraid of them. From a Latin standpoint, phobic is just fear of, and like yeah, it's definitely not. I don't think trans the people aren't scared of trans people. They might be scared of what trans people represent and like the future that we're starting. But like, they're not scared of trans people.
0: I, the reason why I bring this up is because the, the Hogwarts Legacy video game. Which I put in 20 hours. Oh, so nice. I can give a more in-depth review than I did last week if you want to know a little bit more of my thoughts on the game. Maybe at the end. Um, it's it Worldwide so far has made over $150 million. Killing so if we were just talking about film franchises that like can't make fucking money. Well, guess what? Video game franchises can make a lot of money. But the article framed it as like, J.K. Rowling and her trans... It wasn't even transphobic, like, that's my word. It's, like, trans-insensitive. Which, is like, is it that bad to be trans-insensitive? Just anyone who buys her <laughs> like, game? Like, the trans-insensitive uh, How about people just want to play a fucking video game, you dumb bitch? Trans-rights activists criticize her as trans-insensitive. It's like, oh, is that the worst thing? Like... In the world? Like, I'm insensitive I, I'm, to a lot of things. I'm trans-insensitive. I'm, I'm insensitive towards Jets and Mets If, fans. like, Jacob Williams is trans-insensitive,
1: I'm trans-insensitive. Because I agree with everything she says. Fucking get them out of women's sports, you fucking psychos. Why are we letting men dominate these women's sports? They're
0: women. It's crazy. It's because they're women. They're men. No, they're women. They're men. It's crazy. That's the where you become phobic. I don't care. That's where the phobia is. I, listen. <laughs> I've long
1: said for, like, a month now I'm so dumb with the trans movement. Like I trans women are women, dude. It's so like preposterous to
0: me. I don't get it. What are you looking at? it. Is that you see those lines that are coming down the wall there? Those look like watermarks? Are they? Is that a shadow? Um no,
1: definitely not be a shadow. Definitely a drip. Oh my gosh. Oh wait, maybe it is a shadow. Is it on your hand? <laughs> Wait a minute. I cannot tell. I
0: don't know. I don't know either. Alright, anyway. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. That's where your phobia sits in. Um, all I'm saying is, like, there's a large population of people out there who have reasonable exceptions to the way. Like,. When it was home, It was only 10 or 15 years ago where presidential candidates wouldn't even say they were in favor of gay marriage. And now, like, if you don't think that biological... We know. I mean, everyone goes through the same song and dance about it. Like, I don't... I'm not taking grievance with that. I just think it's funny that, like, now all of a sudden you're supposed to, like, ostracize people who are transphobic. It's like... And not just people who are transphobic. i am just people who are accused of being transphobic by the most sensitive group of pussies. Like, the biggest bitches on the fucking planet. The most immature, small-minded douchebags. Here's my
1: issue. Truly, truly. Like, I saw this guy going, woman, I'll call him a woman, even though he has shown no effort to be a woman, he's just calling himself trans. And he's, like, taking videos on TikTok of, like, bathrooms and going, it's so hard to be a trans person. <laughs> um, I think a large part of the trans community are weirdos who don't fit in into groups of people and they are considered outcasts and what they do is they say, you know what, I'm trans. Because they feel like they can be a part of something and they're accepted and they, they just want to be part of a group. I think
0: that's some of it. I that's think lot- all it is. No, I think some of it's also like sexual fetishists.
1: Probably, yeah, there's probably some of that in there. And then, they're like... I'm like, I'm behind that shit. And then there are like, a- actual trans people who are, like, just like, I guess this is our group.
0: If you're into, like, latex and and, and bondage, if you're into, like, cross-dressing, if you're into, no. like...
1: I'm all for Stuff's it. Stuff's gross. <laughs> I'm
0: all for it, but, like... Get it out of here. But I... I do think God would I'm feel about that? I'm not for then throwing it in the faces of other people, like, day in and day out. You know what I'm saying? Don't so, make like, me if, have if to be okay off, with the way you live your life. Yeah, like, if you get off on You live being, your life. If you get off on being a woman sexually, cool. But then, like, I just, that's don't just where it ends, why, so.
1: why is it, like, the end-all, be-all like, we have to be okay with the
0: things you... Just do your thing. Just do your thing. My, the tolerance is me not coming after you. Like, I'm not coming after you. Who's My tolerance you?
1: isn't me, like, having to, like, applaud you. Fuck like the, you. Fuck that. to suck your dick? Yeah. No. Vagina Even though it is a penis <laughs> It's called a vagina <laughs> Listen
0: Get the terminology right I'm a woman This is a vagina Now suck my dick It's nuts I'm not saying that's for actual trans people This is a caricature Who's calling you? 407 It's an Orlando number 800 800 that's the debt collectors. It's the de- for, a for sure the debt collectors. <laughs>
1: that I have not answered a phone call from them in like two weeks now. Because I still haven't done any legwork to find oh. out what happens if I just don't pay them.
0: I'll probably oh. answer next time they call. Hey, I don't know. Uh, so that was my thoughts on that. Um, it's just funny to me that, that the video game got so much heat and controversy. Like It's a worldwide phenomenon.
1: Everyone knew that's what was going to happen, though, right? Like these these people who are like trying to protest her in this game. They had to know the game was going to be a raging success, right? Is
0: their stack compared to my stack with the Star Wars stuff? The stack of like of like raging lunatics who think that J.K. Rowling. Oh, it's like this big. Is no one right? But they think they're like the biggest group of people. (laughs)
1: Like We yeah. all hate her. It's like, there's like seven of you. It's the
0: same group of people that loves the Disney Star Wars movies, ironically.
1: Yeah, it actually <laughs> exactly is. and that's, There's so much over it. You know what? That's really just the problem. <laughs> Those people.
0: Like, I mean, I'll take some responsibility. I'm going to say it's all their fault. Get them out of here. But I think it's just like our in- inability to see eye to eye on anything. It's crazy. So, that's my perspective on uh, trans stuff for the day glad to start it off with a bang we got some compliments on our podcast I told you about that though, yeah nice love that people reach out all the time tell us they listen or they say the same thing like. it's, it's
1: a good podcast I think <laughs> I think we do a good job
0: <laughs> we really put a lot of effort in getting it out there to people <laughs>
1: listen I take a whole hour and a half out of my day every Monday for, this for the last well, fucking a long time we've been doing this Almost three years, over three. So, years. like, you're welcome. What more do you want from me? Um, all right. I guess you could just talk about it, unless no. there's something else you want to talk about. We do, we do have to discuss the pitch clock. Okay. Now, the pitch clock has been a sore subject on this podcast for many a year. It's like
0: going back to the beginning of the podcast.
1: Yeah, that's been a thing that I've I've advocated for the pitch clock. I wanted the pitch clock. I thought. I do think there's way too much downtime in between pitches. And after watching spring training games, I'm not taking it back. I I still think the pitch clock is overall good. But there needs to be some tweaking done. 15 seconds is way too quick. I need a 20-second, 25-second pitch clock. 15 seconds. All right. The beauty of baseball and I, and I know that the, the old man take is, like, I like that it's a slow-moving game.
0: Yep.
1: It doesn't have to be slow-moving. We can pick up the pace. But, like, yesterday the Yankees were playing a spring training game. It's a Sunday. I meal prep on Sunday. It's like I make my meals. So I'm in the kitchen for an hour and a half, two hours. I put the game on. Now, normally if I'm watching a baseball game, it's so easy. I'm, I just glance over. Okay, what's going on? Make stir my rice, do something over here, look back at the game, 2-1 pitch, that's a strike, okay, 2-2, okay, go do some other stuff, maybe i like get stuck looking in the fridge and I'm like listening, okay, strike out, whatever, okay. It is impossible to watch baseball in its current format if you're not just watching the game, and that is a problem that I don't like. I was trying to cook food and was missing whole innings. Just like being over here. Austin Wells comes up to bat. I went over here. I swear to God, I was doing something for 30 seconds. I come back. He was walking to the bench after striking out, and I was like, oh, it must have been a quick, like, one, two, three. Like, no, no, it was a full count. He somehow struck out on a full count, and it took two seconds. And if I start, if I start having to be like, Locked in for a whole two and a half out. That's not what I want for my baseball games. I like the little bit of like free time you get in the game. We gotta, we gotta adjust it. We need to give me like five seconds more on the pitch. Careful clock.
0: what you wish for. You, all you people who clamored for all these rules for years, are gonna are gonna ruin this game. You know what I'm really worried about? My big fear is that is how quickly. Can baseball put itself in the star wars category they're doing but the disney the point, stuff i don't know if they're if it's that far yet because like i haven't seen with this big ba- season i liked last season i thought baseball was good last season it wasn't terrible I, you know i don't like a lot of the rules no one was fucking hitting the ball actually. that was a problem i didn't like that doesn't bother me too much but like now with the shift bands and the clocks and all this like how quickly could it turn to where i just don't like i don't care now, I hope that's not the case. I hope it's just, a, it'll feel like a normal baseball season just with a few rule tweaks. But, like, year in, year out, it's harder and harder and harder for me to, like, like the sport when the sport doesn't like itself and they change it in ways that, again, I just think make it worse.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the problem is they're in a spot where, like, if the sport starts going down paths where they're changing it and it's becoming this thing you don't care about. And as a Yankee fan you're dealing with a boneheaded The
0: front office front office, doesn't, office care what you think about.
1: doesn't care. Ultimately you are leaving the fan. Like if you're just a Yankee fan, you're almost leaving them no choice to be like, well then like I don't care. Like I why would I care about your sport that like you're bastardizing and a team that you don't seem to you're just okay with whatever happens. That's like if you're a fan of the Pirates, how do you do it?
0: The notion that Cashman had set, made those comments is <laughs> wild still. giving a good <laughs> effort.
1: Almost had him. Oh, we almost won the four games straight we lost. So therefore, by that math, we almost beat them in a seven-game series in which we got swept. So yeah, I don't know. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm nervous, but I'm excited because like, the young talent that we have is fucking awesome. Yeah, it's, it, it's, but, but we're not going to play them, so like...
0: It's still man hit ball,
1: dude. This kid Volpe, he's nice. He like people who want Peraza. I get it. It's Volpe. This kid
0: both dude. We have no one at third or we have no one at third short or second base. Is no reason why both. Did you see what he did yesterday? No. First ever spring
1: training game. Double, single, stole two stole two bags. Kid's just a electric. He's still second, still third, back-to-back pitches. Just was like, nope. Gone. Oh, that single I hit? That's a triple. I'm on third with no outs. It's like, oh, that's pretty good. It's pretty good to have. Dude, he's, like, you know what we talked about, like, a long time ago? Like, how its swings have changed? Like, it's... He's got a swing that was built for, like, 90s baseball, like, he stays inside the ball longer than like Jeter would.
0: Slaps it the
1: other. Oh way. my god, it's nuts! Like balls inside, he just lets that thing travel, and he keeps his hands in. And they're fast, and he just. it's awesome.
0: And now with no shoes, and he's just and he's
1: just not going to play.
0: Well, he'll play eventually, probably for another team.
1: In like three years. It's like, all right, he's ready.
0: Because we're gonna need to get some mid-tier pitcher that's not gonna perform for us at all.
1: Go on the injured list and <laughs> never actually
0: pitch. Now does Cashman have a job? It's crazy. He'll definitely have a job. Just how's he with the Yanks. It's crazy. He got a promotion. It's nuts. <laughs>
1: he's done nothing except actively like make really bad moves.
0: you want to hear the 20-hour review of Hogwarts Legacy? Yeah, what do you got? Give it to me,
1: and then we'll get out of here. So...
0: <sighs> some hot. I know... I saw people say that like it's their favorite game of all time, which I think is a little strong.
1: But... I've seen some very good reviews like that, from like just friends.
0: <laughs> it's really impressive. First of all, the Xbox. I've played a lot. I bought Cyberpunk... Oh, so how's I want play that. I've wanted to play that since it came out. Have you played it? As a or fan, you just of, have it. Right, so, no, I played it a little bit. As a fan of No Keanu Man's Sky, Reeves. who's probably the most.
1: I hate No Man's Sky.
0: Similar, in terms of like criticisms at launch versus expectations, then like being able to save the game through. Apparently, No Man's Sky is like good badges. now. I loved No Man's Sky at launch. I thought the criticisms were too harsh. And I like it now. I think it's a really fun game. Like, anyone could play it and it would enjoy it. Uh, and then I also played the Forza that came with the Xbox a little bit. The Xbox that I have, the Series X, is the most impressive gaming console to date you that said I've that. ever played. Yeah, you said that last week. It's confirmed every time I... Play these games. It's crazy to me how little load time there is for anything, and the things that I'm seeing on screen just like put before me with minimal graphical hiccups or anything. It's crazy. Like, some of these things, some of these games. So, with that out of the way, Harry Potter's not like the most visually impressive of the three games. Like, I think the other two both might be more appealing to look at. But I don't understand how they plan on getting this game to function on a Nintendo Switch <laughs> and on a PlayStation 4 yeah. and on an Xbox 360 by the summer. Like, this game is supposed to be coming out on the Xbox Switch. One,
1: not 360.
0: Is it the One? Yeah, I guess so. The 360's 360. If it's a 360, it <laughs> sick.
1: I'm boot my old 360 up tomorrow. Yeah, an Xbox One. Um,
0: I don't think it's gonna. I don't think there's any way it could run on a Switch. I don't think so either. But they seem to think that it can. But I'm telling you, like, when I'm flying around on my broomstick, or like...
1: Do you did, you I tell you what, did I
0: tell you what my biggest problem with the game was last week? Mm-mm. I have three big problems with the game. Yeah, uh, you said the voice? Okay, I, I remember my two issues. The voice I had a criticism with, and, uh... I forget the other one. But still weird an issue, but now my issues are different. My three big issues with the game are one, uh, there's a lot of things to do. I'm not doing enough destroying everything with my magic. Like When I'm in combat against really hard things and then win those battles with my magic, I feel better than I feel in almost any video game. Which is really impressive. Like one of the reasons why Skyrim is one of my favorite games and one of the reasons why KOTOR is one of my favorite games of all time. Is because there are moments in those games where you could feel so powerful and it feels earned. Like it feels like, hey, it's because I learned how to work this game, the controls, learned how to make my character powerful with the magic and spells and weapons I needed, and then went out and executed with my ability and made something amazing happen. Like I beat a troll the other day, it took me like nine times, but like from the moment I fought it the first time and died nearly instantly to the ninth time when like I finally knocked it out and won, like I never felt like I couldn't do it if I just like gave it a little more. Like let's get <laughs> a practice a little bit harder. <laughs> if I just learned how to do X Y Z, so that's really not something that a lot of video games pull off, and I think Harry Potter's done that really well. But like the time between awesome battles. So long. Even, like, if I'm going out to find them, like, I'm going to, like, just go wander in the Forbidden Forest or whatever, I find a lot of spiders or, like, weak guys. But I want to fucking fight, man! Like, I wish there was more of that. Two. Uh, I don't know this yet, so I wish I played for a little more because I feel like it's coming, but I think the most predictable story twist in video games is right around the corner and the story's kind of gonna be lame. I don't know yet, because I I haven't watched any spoilers I don't know what the story is. I think I do though, at least a big part of it. I'll let you know if I get there and it's confirmed, but I'm pretty sure there's a pretty predictable lame story thing that's going to happen that I don't really like. And then the third thing is, uh... that's it. That's just two things. I can't even think of the third thing. So okay, It's good. It's good. It's a good game. Really good game. So you're enjoying it? Oh yeah,
1: a lot. Mm-hmm. I just wish there was more battles. But I don't think it's supposed to be that kind of game, though, right?
0: It's it not should supposed be, to be, like It should be, I'm the baddest. I should be Voldemort, actually. This is what they should do. Yeah, but like that's just
1: how you're playing the game.
0: That's the game what you're... That, listen. You want a different a lot game. Of, the puzzles are fun sometimes. There's nothing been that hard or challenging where I'm like, I need to do a whole game worth of these puzzles. The classes are generally just like ways to learn things to use in battles. I want to fight everything. I just want to battle. Everything, every wizard I see, I was like, I wonder if I could kill that wizard. Because I probably... like You know, I, know what's I, funny? Inability, I could. Maybe that's why they made it that way. It's like... they, It's really just an experience.
1: Like, this is how Voldemort felt. It's like, why are we not killing all, each other all the time? Let's test we're our... We're these magic incredible, ability. magical beings. And I think I'm the best. Like so I, I want to like, kill everybody. I was
0: walking through the Forbidden Forest, and in the distance I heard magical combat going on, so my initial you thought got was excited. Like, Ooh, I'm going to fight. So I ran into the fight, and there were a group of centaurs... Like, maybe, like, eight of them fighting a group of, like, wizards and goblins, like, dark wizards. And yeah, kids. I'm
1: gonna kill all these people. Well,
0: I watched the centaurs beat the wizards and goblins pretty easily. I'm like, okay, and now I'm gonna kill all the centaurs. And you can't kill centaurs. But if the centaurs are powerful, enough have to kill those wizards and goblins that are supposed to be my enemies. Like, I wanna fucking fight them.
1: I wanna fight the centaurs. <laughs> I wanna Fuck these centaurs.
0: <laughs> I can kill those goblins and wizards, too. Yeah, by myself. I didn't need eight of me. Let's see if these centaurs can take me on. So the problem is I feel way too powerful to just be like a 50-year at Hogwarts and be stu- Like, I'm stuck in the castle constantly doing fucking bitch quests for professors that I could do- certainly beat in combat. Like, do you <laughs> know <laughs> who I could, I could kill you? That's my problem with the game. And it's a big problem. Like, I know that sounds weird, but like, that's my biggest problem. I don't want to fly the broomstick through the balloons for 25 minutes. I know I can do it, and it's a nice side activity, like, for when I'm free-roaming and I want to do it. But, like, when I'm forced to do it, when all I want to do is find more it trolls to kill, you, and there's only, like, six trolls in the entire map, I don't know how many trolls are. So there. what would you rate the game, scale one to ten? God, it's definitely in the eights, at least. Oh, that's pretty good. So like, I'd probably give it, like, an eight, six. That's pretty high. It's pretty high. We'll see what happens with this story element. You might bring it down a point. And if I'm wrong, maybe, maybe it surprises me but I'm pretty sure something I predicted from the very opening scene is going to end up being true, and that should never happen. It always ruins something for me when, like, I make Maybe the
1: exact opposite is going to happen. I hope so.
0: But, like, if I'm watching a movie or, like, a TV show, and in the first episode I get a vibe and I spit it out there, and it's later, it happens. Speaking of. It really does. It makes me laugh a lot of the time that I'm like, well, this is kind of like. You should watch Where the Crawdads Sing. Will I know who killed the girl? Is it a murder... It's a murder book,
1: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I didn't know that. I thought it was like a love story. And it like is, but it's really a murder trial. And the whole time I was giving it shit. I was like, this is the most predictable shit ever. And I'm just calling out everything that's gonna happen. And I'm like, right. This happened. And then the end happens and I was like, wait, what? (laughs) That's not what I thought at all was gonna happen.
0: But it's a good game. And then Cyberpunk, I only played like the first couple missions. But I really like that game. It's really fun. Yeah, really Cyberp- like Cyberpunk's a weird. Uh, dude, we're going to look what, back here's at. Here's what I like about weirdly. Cyberpunk. A couple things that I think there they are there're things that I saw in Cyberpunk that I think are going to go that like you're going to see in all video games in the future. And like first off is the penis. Being able to like pick my penis size and like whether or not I'm uncircumcised is so hilarious. Wait, what? Yeah, it's like your character you can customize. You can have genitals or no genitals, vagina, penis, and then you go small, medium, large penis. You give yourself a I'm massive. Yeah, so I have a huge uncircumcised penis. Is hilarious. Uncircumcised. Yeah, and I'm like a trans dude in, in the movie. So like you're saying, oh, you're so transphobic. My character is. I literally, made myself trans he's in the movie. Trans <laughs> in the scene. He's like a man with a huge penis, but girl hair man face girl voice
1: but i don't know how you find
0: that fun <laughs> like that kidding. that wouldn't be fun to It'd me fun, yeah. but all right. but um i like that you can open the trunks of cars which i think is cool like put stuff in there i don't know why that hasn't been a thing in all video games like think hey, if i go grocery shopping <laughs> in my video game where am i gonna put my groceries i
1: knew was drunk thank you cyberpunk
0: you can't fly okay so there's no flying cars which I didn't. I didn't really know much about Cyberpunk because that's one of the things. Like, I was interested in Cyberpunk before it came out,
1: and then like, it the came Last out and I it was, was like, a you disaster. Know the, you
0: know, The Last of Us is like a TV show now. I was told to skip I, episode three if I was going to watch seven it. Seven years. I, I've, I don't know much of anything about the story of The Last of Us. I know it's zombies never played and the fungus because I've always wanted to because I know how good the first game is supposed to be and just never have. So I've avoid I've been able to avoid like legitimately most everything about it. Other than like a lot of technical game reviews, but not like story spoiler reviews. And I've seen like the same thing with Cyberpunk since it came out, where like I knew I wanted to play it, avoid spoilery stuff about it, but I knew some of the technical things that go on in this game. I knew it was a fucking future city with flying cars. You don't get the flying cars. That blows my mind that I can't fly in this game. 'Cause like it's a big city. I was telling you about the vertical space of like yeah. the Xbox. And when you stand in this city, it's really cool. It makes GTA five city feel small. Dead, empty, sparse. Which weird. is saying a lot. This it's is a weird. huge fucking city that I'm in. And it goes up. Like it's way above me. And I can't fly the fly everyone else has flying cars. Why can't you fly? You're not in them. You only can fly the you can only drive and drive in cars. Your cars only drive. As far as I know, I'm only very early in the game. But like, I think
1: at some point you're going to be able to fly the cars. I don't think so. Which is crazy. It'd be weird if you couldn't fly the cars. There's a the lot of cars. things
0: about it that are weird. But again, it came out and was like one of the worst games of all time. So like, but I think it's pretty After good. After being so like everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's the first CD Projekt Red game I've ever played. We were talking last week about Warner Brothers Video Game Studios... That's another Warner Brothers video game studio's entity. So, like, Warner Brothers owns The Witcher, which is a huge video game franchise. Mm -hmm. And they treat that franchise with a lot of respect. And their TV show was really well-received. And what happened to the TV show, the fucking woke people made Henry Cavill leave, and now the show's gonna die. Henry Cavill sucks. Yeah, well, he likes The Witcher. And he's like, hey, you don't write good enough scripts for fans of The Witcher video game series, so I'm gonna leave. I think that's what happened. So anyway, it all comes full circle. Alright. Yeah. Oh wait, another thing. I picked up a practical skill since our last. I was wondering if you were going to talk about it. Well, I guess we should, right? I spent a lot of time this weekend, like literally three full days of my life,
1: on Working a home improvement on your project. House.
0: So now I've carpeted my own stairs, which are have held up for years at this point. Looks good. Mm,
1: my cat's kind of took it to task,
0: but it's still there. Pretty good. Uh. Put in my own bookshelves, cabinet. I give myself like a seven point five out of ten on that, tr- that project. But still. But I think my best of all the interior home. And it looks the best. So far, it looks incredible. I tiled my backsplash. Boom. I can't believe how nice and like my grout lines are. Like I'm in my bathroom downstairs looking at the grout lines that were done by the people who flipped this house before move you're out. like oh i could do sloppy work <laughs> yeah
1: they're doing an entire house <laughs> with, like the last finishing touch like oh, we're almost done and you're like three days to just do backsplash you're like these imbeciles
0: <laughs> yeah that's it that's me that's what i was doing but i'm really proud of the job i did so i recommend if anyone wants to try to tile something in their home you could do it it's easy dude that's
1: why we're in the wrong business Oh, yeah. We have to get, like, a license to do our stuff. You can just get hired to go do someone's backsplash.
0: I'm sure you need an insurance. You need some... There's some sort of... Well, if you have, like, an
1: actual business, you have to have, like, a license. Or not a license, like, insurance. Oh, you just say
0: that your friend could just say, hey...
1: But you can't go... You don't have to, like... Like, if a friend called you up and said, hey, I know you do this thing, can you do it for me? You'd have to be like, well, there's some regulations I I have to follow.
0: Well, if someone asks me to... To help them with their backsplash project, because they saw me do it, or like tiling anything. Yeah, I'd say. Well, first of all, I'm I've done it once and in, in my own house, and I was very messy, so you have to accommodate me for that. Number two, uh, <laughs> I don't really know technicalities, so like, like for if you I'm-
1: ran into any issue, <laughs> I there's no getting around that. For
0: example, like I had to cut. The tile to fit around the outlets that are in the backsplash, right? So my uncle was helping us. He was on the saw most of the time. But, like, if he weren't there, I wouldn't have even considered the fact that the outlets, once you tile, are, like, deeper into the wall than they would be So now you the need tiles. a new face. Did you know there's a way to bring those outlets forward so that they're not the back? screws, right? No, the there's there's spacers that you put yeah. behind the outlet. They're, like, plastic little things that you put behind it. But I didn't know that. So the holes that we cut beforehand weren't really any like general so we just like cut a whole out of it but like this the most of them four of the six were too small for the spacer so I had to cut down the spacers and then just make them like little nubs that's, then, lo- that's called learning though then one of the other two was way too big for the faceplate so I had to go get the jumbo size faceplate but like i didn't
1: even that's learning you didn't know. why would you know and, like like i watch um I watched this guy, Mr. F- Mr. Build It, I think. And I just love watching him do home improvement projects. And I, I fantasize about owning my own home and, like, just redoing all of it myself. But I don't know anything. And I would just – just learn it. You're just like, oh, shit. Like, okay, I didn't know this would happen. Okay, now I got to figure out how to – you just figure it out.
0: It's like a real-life puzzle. It's not bad. Well, right, let's go.
1: All right, that was a long podcast. <laughs> Bye so
0: Yeah, so I was thinking about how the Pokemon company is going to be Disney, and how Disney's killing itself, and, like, Ant-Man and the Wasp, or whatever, not Ant-Man and the Wasp, Ant-Man and the Quantumania just came out and lost $100 million. Awful. It's, like, going to lose $100 million, probably. And, like, I don't care how big Disney is, and I understand the theme parks, but the financials of Disney just don't make sense right now. Disney Plus has lost some $2 billion. The Marvel Cinematic Universe is costing them... Tens of millions of dollars every time it puts out a movie. They gotta be
1: worried a little bit, right?
0: The Star Wars franchise has never made back the money they... They sold out for it. it. And they've killed it. They now lose money every time they try and do anything with Star Wars. So, like, I don't understand how as a business they're making money. Because, like, I... Theme parks. I just don't know how... I guess I didn't know that Disney had, like, $7 billion to just, like, literally... Throw well,
1: away. I don't know what if they do, like do, like are, do they, like I don't know if they're actually sitting on piles of money, but I mean I know the theme parks do make just like gobs of money, and so, it's yeah. enough to support like everything.
0: So yeah, the Pokemon company makes tons of money. The the things that Pokemon has announced today in their Pokemon press conference to celebrate Pokemon Day were crazy. Like they just do crazy shit with Pokemon. And some of it works, some of it doesn't work, but they do it in the, in the reverence of what they have. Everything they do is designed to Pokemon. Well, this is what we talked about. Pokemon.
1: Pokemon. It's, it's, it's so funny. This is exactly what we talked about last week. Like, protecting know, your IP. Like, not treating it oh, like shit. dog shit.
0: Yeah, Pokemon does the opposite. They're like, everything we do will be as if Pokemon are real pets and we have to treat them with the reverence of, like... <laughs> and sometimes that frustrates me, but at the same time, like, it's... It's for the better, probably for the good. No way. Um, There's like a Pokemon sleep thing they're coming out with. What? It's an app that tracks your sleep. You All right. Know? Hold on. What would you guess
1: Pokemon's total revenue is? Now, granted, this is from
0: total revenues in what
1: 2022. So that's this
0: that, is that's just the money they bring in.
1: Money they bring in. So that's video games, merchandise, everything. I don't know, total that's revenue.
0: That's a lot of money.
1: It's a lot of money.
0: That's not profit.
1: No, no, it's just you on a guess profit.
0: Well, I would. I think the more interesting number is like what? What is they What are they worth as a company? Like what is their value as a
1: company? Well, that's what I was trying to find out. But regardless, total revenue, hundred and eighteen point five
0: billion. billion, billion. Yeah, that's, be, that's crazy. But I'm sure that the that. They spend hundreds of billions of dollars. The net
1: profit is up 123%. <laughs>
0: That's crazy. Do you know what they announced at this press conference that I'm into and I think is a smart thing to do? You know how I love po- I like Pokemon cards, genuinely, and there's a big mm-hmm. fad in collecting. But what's the problem with Pokemon cards today and really all these cards? They're so watered down. There's so many different ones, and we've gotten away from, like,
1: Just like the, the origins. Cl- yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. they've come I out that.
0: A- they're coming out with the Pokemon card game classic. Just all the... it's a the... re-release of the original series. And a re-release of the original... The original rule set and game. Gotcha. And I don't know if it's a limited run, but, like, they're nicer cards. Like, they're geared towards, like... Like, like your age, people, end, yeah. Yeah? For, like...
1: Not for the kids.
0: And then that's it. Like, it's just the classic game of cards. And, like, not filled with, like... So only the 150... All, it's all the old and then that's it. No G X. Yeah. None of the weird stuff that comes after. None of the That'd no be le- interesting. No dark types, no no fairy types, no just, steel types. Just leaf. Yeah. Like you are fighting, you have ground. I don't even grass, know. Grass, that's it. Ground in that generation. think mean, but you don't, you are fighting. It's
1: fighting. It's fighting, grass.
0: Electric, electric, water, water fire. fire. Normal. No type. Yeah. yeah. And it was no type. So, they're smart. They get what they, and they really do listen to what people want from them. And they, sometimes they neglect a lot they of listen, it.
1: They listen, but they listen and they, but they don't compromise. Yeah. Like they, Star Wars, they, they, like, listen to what the fans want. And they go, well, we can't like actually give you things. that. Yeah.
0: They're like the Jets. Like, the Jets of yeah. entertainment. Yeah. We will listen to our fan base and do exactly what they tell us. No! It's like, stop listening (laughs) to the fans. The fans don't know anything. The fans don't know anything. They
1: might have some good ideas, and you take that and, like, try to do your best with
0: it. But they're idiots, generally.
1: But you don't just take it for, like, alright, this is what we do now.
0: They will always probably be wrong. Um, which is why, like, the whole, when we were fighting about Brian Cashman and stuff, like, that's where my, I usually stem from is, like... You should always listen to the fans, but like, you shouldn't
1: no. listen to Brian them. Cashman's an idiot. Yeah,
0: well, Not
1: really. I don't think he's an idiot. I just think...
0: Um,
1: I think Brian Cashman is just lost.
0: So yeah, I was telling you about Pokemon Sleep. Listen to this. It's an app that tracks your sleep. Like a million other apps. And it gives you like feedback on how you slept. And it wants to know the intervals in which you sleep. And the lengths in which you sleep. Curious to see how this connects to Pokemon. In which you sleep. And then what happens is... Pokemon with similar sleep habits to you find you and sleep with you essentially. (laughs) What? (laughs) But alright, so I'm gonna wake up and there's a a bulbasaur on me. Essentially you wake up and you see which Pokemon have come to Sleep with you. Join you in the night, and then you can catch them when you wake up. Now you're like, that's so fucking stupid. No, it's cool. But if someone would have told you what the idea of Pokemon Go was before it ever came out Wait, you walk
1: around. I I have one of these weird memory things where it's like, I don't know if I'm making something up. Well, I'm going to try and catch this Pokemon again, but I'm still listening. Alright. I don't know if this is a false memory, if this is Mandala Effect, whatever it is.
0: Okay.
1: Pokemon Go released in... Like, 2016
0: or 2015? Let's call it
1: 2015. Mm Mm-hmm. Did something come out in, like, 2011 on, like, April Fools? That was basically Pokemon Go, but it was just a joke. It wasn't actually real.
0: Do you remember this? Google, I think there was a, it was Google, a on Google thing. It was on Google, and you could see Pokemon. But, but it wasn't, like, a real thing. No, but that was clearly, like, a test run for what they okay. were Okay, I
1: wasn't on. sure if I was making this up or not.
0: No, there was definitely, like,
1: a... I remember it released, like, on April 1st. And it was like, oh, look how cool this is. And It's like it they like, were
0: probably working on the technology and it was like a good way to... Yeah, to test it. I don't know what Pokemon to use to beat this thing, dude. So I guess I'll try this. I guess? Probably
1: so probably not... I think it's weird to me that you're like in the game. What do you mean? You've just been battling. So it's weird to see you not battling. You're actually just playing the game.
0: You have to play the game to get the teams you need to battle, to battle. competitively. So, like, I'm, I've am i been grinding for the last week trying to build a new team. I told you last week... So, though, like, you decide you of-
1: want this Pokemon. You have to go get that Pokemon. Now, let's say when you capture him, he's only, People, like, a level 30.
0: Depending on how into it you are, you can do it a lot of different ways. The way I do it is just I play it because I'm not that into it. And I, you know I'm into it. But, like, I'm not into it. Like, someone who's... Let's say a world ranked Pokemon player who goes to like regional events or competes in the tournaments or whatever. They don't spend as much time as I do in the game. Play building their team. They use rental codes or they're maybe they're not even building their own teams, they're just
1: I would say you're into it more.
0: No. Well, I'm not into like the you're into Pokemon to the winning, yeah. I'm into playing the I'm into collecting the Pokemon. So you
1: catch a Pokemon, it's a level 32. Yeah. You have to now train that thing up to level 100 to put it on your team? Usually not.
0: Usually what then I'll do is... If I didn't have the Pokemon before, but I knew I wanted to add that Pokemon on my team, depending on which... It depends on so many things. There's so many things... Like, are me. you going online and saying, where can I find the highest level No, of this Pokemon? And Most of the time, g- I'm breeding the Pokemon I want on my team. Like I literally will hatch it from an egg and then raise it to level 100. Because I want specific things. So like. Maybe I need. So I
1: can gain experience. Not by just like. Battling in the the tall grass.
0: Yeah. Usually how I level up my Pokemon. At this point. I'm using. Mostly just like. Experience candies. So like. Either rare candies. Or. There's various size like. Experience candies. How
1: much does it take. Of that stuff. To get it to level
0: 100. To get it to level 100. It takes a lot. To get it from level 1. To like. 80 takes not all that much time. I could get one of these to level 80 in, like, an hour, probably. But then to get it from there to 100, it takes, like, another, like, five hours. Because, like, those last few levels, just you need so much candy.
1: Where do you, where do you get the candy? You
0: have to, so this, I'm doing a raid right now. So if I win the raid, I get candy. And then I could use that candy to level up. But there's other ways to, so like... But I need more than candy, so like, you, the candy only gives you level 1 to 100, but getting a Pokemon to level 100 is the easy part. After you get to level 100, you and most that's of, the notes time, moves most and of those people who are really high-ranked aren't going 1 to 100. They only care to get to level 50, because in the competitions, you're level 50, usually. So like, once you're at level 50, that's when you can hyper-train. Hyper-training maximizes all the EVs, and then once you've hyper-trained, you can then EV train specifically... Which means you could add uh, training points to your specific EVs to, like, boost them. I I don't know the, like, specific details. Because then, because what I do is, I don't care. I don't care so much about, like, min-maxing. You know that term in video games? Like, min-maxing your defense? Like, you use... You have to know the maximum values of the stats behind the scenes to know the roles that are going to happen so that you know the damage calcs that your Pokemon will do.
1: It's too much at this point.
0: You're That's getting, what people... You're getting
1: into the weeds here.
0: Well, think of it like in a shooter, right? If you're playing Call of Duty, you have to know, like, okay, this gun puts out this amount of damage versus and fires at this rate versus that gun, Right. Sure, I guess. That's why, like,
1: the competitive call dude always, like, the same gun. Because, yeah. like, you can't afford to That's not min-maxing. use that gun.
0: That's min-maxing. I don't min-max. I'm not worried about getting the highest output of damage and having the best defensive stats. But I do But I do, do stat training where I'm putting Pokemon in like, whatever. Yeah, it is too much. But I'm not that into it. It's only Pokemon Day. Pokemon Day. Good for Pokemon Day. But seriously, like, as Disney dies, like, what are the companies that are going to fill in the gaps in pop culture? I have one good ones. It's going to be... Po- Pokemon's going to be one of them. Oh, did I send you... I had two Avatar The Last Airbender links I wanted to send you this morning, but you I don't think send I sent any you any either. Them. No. Because I didn't think you'd watch them before we talked to them anyway, so I figured I'd just talk to you about them. And since we're already on the pop culture shit... um. I think last week we said... We talked about Avatar. The live-action show... Yeah. ...that they're, they're still bad blood. I think I had stated that they weren't... Yeah.
1: Creator's so not right. on board
0: with it. Correct. They made up enough where it's going forward. But he's not involved. He's not involved. Which and scares they're me. There's still not, like, 100% good feelings about it from the Creator's side. But I think that the problem is... If it's good, it's going to overshadow the cartoon. It'll from from a
1: from like a a pop culture standpoint, probably. But from like a the way fans look at it, nothing will top the cartoon.
0: I've been thinking how I want to go back and rewatch Korra, and give it a fair. I want to go back
1: and rewatch Avatar. A fair viewing. I've watched Avatar a couple years now.
0: Feature length Nickelodeon. So. What happened was Nickelodeon when they changed ownership recently, this is in a video interview with the creator, the creator. of Avatar.
1: Brian Brian
0: C- K-, K, whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, Brian, yeah. And he has another co-creator, his name is Mike, whatever his name is. Yep. Z, I think his last initial. Yep. They were involved in creator in Invader Zim, and then they were the ones who came up with Avatar last I remember.
1: Dude, Invader Zim? Fuck that show. So the
0: way it worked was Avatar Last Airbender, they created just... And that was just a pure work of inspiration. No one be, no one necessarily believed in it in the sense that it would become what it was, but everyone wanted what it was to be on Nickelodeon. And by the end of it, there was a lot of, like, weird drama with just trying to get it to air and how it should be shown and, like, time slots. And there were, there were moments where it didn't necessarily feel like the studio, like Nickelodeon Studios, backed it 100%. Then the second season series cora they came back to him and said no we do want it and they didn't they took restraints off but then nickelodeon uh, there was drama between when that would air and then there was bad blood there and by the end of cora from his words in the interview he said that he was not he didn't have enough emotion like a creative investment to like continue so he left art and like Nickelodeon and cartoons, like, all together. It was like, after Corey, he was pretty much done. He's like, I don't want to do this anymore. And he spent, like, years away. Nickelodeon was sold, changed ownership. They, the new owners came back and said, we have such reverence for what you created for Nickelodeon. And, like, we want you to come back. And he was thinking about maybe doing a project for them. He was already working with Netflix, but he wasn't, I don't, this isn't in the interview, but this is just other stuff I've seen. Wasn't necessarily happy with how the Netflix stuff was going. Nickelodeon offers the to give him a new project, and he essentially negotiates to just get his own studio as a whole division yeah, of Nickelodeon. So correct. He has his own studio. Yes. The studio is producing video games. There's like an Avatar Whoa. and the Master Bender video game that's going to be coming out. Love it. That... Allows you to walk through the series. Dude, it's so funny. We are just talking about that. You're going to walk through the Avatar franchise, like, Glass Airbender series, but from the perspective of the White Lotus organization. So, like, the members of the White Lotus would be Boomy, Iroh, uh, the guy who trained Sokka how to use a sword, if I forget his name. Like, all those types of characters, you'd be able to play as them and, like, see their perspectives on certain events. Very cool. Be cool. Like, but I don't see how you can mess that up. It's Interesting. A live-action feature-length Nickelodeon film, not live-action. Did I say live-action? Not live-action. Cartoon of adult Avatar Aang Aang? and so- and Zuko cool. as they try as they take the Fire Nation and unite the world under and M- uh, Zuko as like Fire Lord. And Azula has a comic book that's out now that the studio is producing. That's called Zula's Redemp Azula's Redemption essentially. And it's starting, like I guess it's been out for a while. But it's all about how Azula's like trying to overthrow the new government, because she was princess now. She's like leading a rebellion of loyalists against Zuko's Fire Nation. And it's her story arc as a comic book, which sounds pretty cool. Um Yeah, do more of that. And then there's so the live so there's an adult ang movie coming. And then the. What we were talking about last week, which is the future.
1: A new version. A new
0: version of a new avatar. And future plans for other. Other avatars.
1: avatars.
0: Both maybe before Aang and after Aang. Going forward. So, like, that. That's Nickelodeon. So, Nickelodeon's not Disney. Like, Nickelodeon is not even, like. It's not even Warner Brothers. But, like, if Disney fucks up and Nickelodeon has new ownership that isn't interested in like just exploiting children uh, but more interested in like putting out content now, and they have a franchise like Avatar and Pokemon's big like and Disney's just gonna kill all, like Marvel and well, Star Wars I like, think the future of pop culture is gonna be like Avatar when, and Pokemon is maybe like but like does Disney know
1: that they're fucking up and that's why they're bringing Bob Iger back
0: Like, that's gonna solve anything
1: well getting rid of him didn't help anything things went sew so down the the shitter.
0: He, but he steered the ship for the twenty. The years problem is, is like down the drain.
1: I don't think that it's any reason other than they got lost in the sauce on like properties getting too big, like Marvel. So like Marvel gets huge, and it's a cash freaking cow. You can just milk it for every time you just. Go into that Marvel well that has superheroes upon superheroes. You pick one and say, introduce them, make it a show, or make it a movie, and it works, and it makes money. Until people are kind of done and your stories kind of get old and the quality starts going down little by little and you're just making copies of copies of copies, and eventually it's no longer the original Iron Man and it's the Eternals and Ant-Man and the... And, Quantumania.
0: But I think you could make a good Ant Man movie. They did. They the first Ant Man movie. That's what I mean. Like they have the ability to
1: tell good stories. Well they're not interested. In, well, not that I don't think it's that they're not interested in it. I think it's
0: They don't know how to right now. They lost it They've lost their they still footing. Can, dude. I'm telling you. The Tinkerbell movies are a good example of this. They're not good movies. You got me to gasp. But the the stories themselves are are and the way they're told, like the dialogue, the character development between the characters, and like there's no consistency between films at all. But like <laughs> on a film to film basis, are just better. Like than most Disney movies, like then Frozen. Like Frozen sucks. Well, think about like think about the teams that are probably working on those yeah, things. Exactly. Think about like
1: the team that's so if real artists and writers together. The team on Tinkerbell is probably like fifteen people
0: instead of propagandists and ideologues,
1: and they're like, "Hey, we just want to make a good Tinkerbell story." And then the team on Frozen is hundreds of people, and they're like,
0: "We got to make a hundred million dollars and tell a story that makes young girls want to be warriors." just I don't know. So like, yeah, like the ideology kills a lot of it, but but like Star Wars, man.
1: Maybe don't play a video game while you podcast. St-
0: I gotta catch this legendary Pokemon. I can pause it. You can't pause. This a live <laughs> event.
1: I feel like a parent. Hey, can you pause that?
0: Mom, <laughs> I can't, I can't pause.
1: pause. Yes, you can. i
0: battling with other people. And they're most of the reason why I haven't <laughs> caught it yet. Assholes. I can check, do it on my own, but then I lost on my own, so I can't blame other people when that happens, so. Yeah, but I think like if Avatar The Last Airbender, like if the Netflix show's good.
1: I don't think it's going to be.
0: It probably won't be. But if it's good, it'll be weird. Very weird. Because if it's good, Netflix will want to make more. Yeah. I don't know if they can, though, at this point. I don't think they have What's the right... What's it going
1: to be? Aang. Is it supposed to just be, like...
0: They had the right... Because to... the
1: idea for the original it's the first movie was the supposed to be, show. like, season one, season two, season three, you get three movies.
0: So it's Aang's story as live-action show.
1: But just season one. Just...
0: Yeah, I think... the Well, I think it's going to be three seasons, but I think what's coming out
1: is just season one. Gotcha. Um, speaking of pop culture and stuff, and, like, things going downhill,
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Outer Banks Season 3 released, and that's a g- another great example. I think this is just happens with everything. A show that's, like, not good. Like, Outer Banks was never good it was entertaining and it was fun and it came out during COVID. What? was that? It
0: a one-hit
1: knockout. looked like, it looked like, I couldn't, it like it was, I couldn't believe it. You're like, well, he just like lost a relative. What? <laughs> what? Who? <laughs> Who died? That's
0: what happened, essentially, My right? Cinderace uh, knocked out one shot.
1: Yeah, it's like, season one of Outer Banks is not good, but it's fun. Yeah. Season two, is less fun and less good and you're, but it's like so eh, bad. it's okay okay like it's a season 3 is like it's like they were like how can we keep making the show worse and re- more ridiculous it's continuing the trajectory it's so, when whenever i see stuff like that that's why i go back to like a stranger things and i give them so much credit cuz like i thought stranger things was doing the same thing like i thought they were getting worse like season 2 was worse than season 1 I personally liked season three. It's
0: hard to rebound.
1: Some people didn't. But you know what? Show, but then like season four blows the rest of their seasons out of the water. It's like, hey, they found, they found, they figured it out.
0: Are you familiar with what's going on with the Star Trek series that's series out?
1: No, but I don't, I'm not a Star Trek guy, so I don't know anything.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. That pissed everyone off. Like yes. The first two seasons of it made Star what's Trek fans. What's it on? Was it on like TNT Teacock or something? Or Hulu or oh. something like that. But it made like Star Trek fans vomit. Like it was yeah. like. It was like what the Disney movies and Star Wars were are to me. Like, the real TV
1: Star Wars like This is awful. Yeah.
0: But apparently Season 3 is, like, the best thing Star Trek has done since, like, the original runs of, like, the 60s or whatever. You know... <laughs> and, like, Star Trek fans don't understand why. And, like, every once in a while there's undertones of the first two seasons. But, for generally, everyone's just, like, really positive about Season 3 and confused. Like, <laughs> where did they get why this did, show why from? Why did it take you... Why didn't you just do this for the last like twenty years? I'm
1: surprised about your. I
0: lost, by the way. I did not catch him. You
1: that. not watching like The Mandalorian or that other Star I watched, Wars like, show? First
0: two episodes of The Mandalorian. I have no really because those shows
1: get talked about from like the actual Star Wars fans. Like it is good.
0: I don't buy it, and even if it's good, it's not good. Not look. Nothing I don't know, people were talking
1: about Andor being like one of the best shows on TV. Nothing
0: in the Star Wars universe can be good as long as Luke Skywalker's end is the end depicted on the film. If the canon ending of Star Wars, if everything in Legends was scrapped, and everything in canon Star Wars is canon, Star Wars is no longer good. So like, I have no interest in Star Wars. The Mandalorian might be good, and uh, Andor might be good, but it's from a shit franchise I have no real interest in. That's my perspective. So, like, the characters I loved and their stories used to be good. Now those stories... It would be like if a soap opera ran for 40 years and I had... It, there was a 10-year period where the characters I loved were on it and they were good. But then they were all murdered off or or wandered away or cheated on their lover and were exiled.
1: Hey, I guess it makes sense.
0: And now I I have no attachment to that show. That's how people... It's just been on.
1: It's funny. That's how people view Game of Thrones. Like, the people who really don't like Season 8... They go, well, I can't enjoy season one or two anymore because I know it's – I know how it ends. Like, But I've never been that way. Like i enjoy enjoyed things of what they are as like whatever you're showing to me.
0: I get it. But with Star Wars to me, I guess like all the things I loved about that universe I was told aren't real and all the things that I'm supposed to like about it I you hate, hate. yeah so, so like, like there's no like there's no point in me trying Star like, Wars hates myself. you so, yeah, the, Star yeah. Wars like hates you as a fan <laughs> like
1: they're like when they look at their like boards like, of what they're doing <laughs> they have like like alright who are we trying to reach general public
0: not this dude die
1: hard Star Wars fans that like anything we do those guys are great Star Wars fans that hate everything we've done since we took it over and can't get it—it's like this like stack of people, like fuck these people. <laughs> I
0: know, they really did. No. And they and instead of doing anything to try and yeah. like make amends, like, well,
1: think about your stack is like this big, and every, the other two stacks are huge, so they're like I don't
0: think they're that big because they're losing a lot of money. Yeah, I guess so. See, like the fandom doesn't exist anyway. It's only—it's fake. That's what you don't get. Like it's not real anymore. The fandoms used to be real, like Star Trek.
1: Real Star Wars fans are young now. Maybe. Like like the real fans, like the like yeah. Don't forget, Star Wars came out in the fucking what, seventies? It's so like the real Star Wars fans that are people like, you know, your yes. age, older and those it's, people and are it's, gone. And
0: it's to be determined if what's been created that has now harbored those fans is sustained. Like, will that continue the way it has? But like things like Star Wars conventions and Star Trek conventions the way they used to be are no longer a thing the way they were. They got too mainstream. Maybe.
1: used to be a place for nerds. And now it's a place for nerds to feel nerdier than, like, the normal people who come. They're like, well, I don't want to come here anymore.
0: So, I don't know, I think Disney kind of killed those franchises. Yeah, I mean. And I think if they had done, like, if if my stack were so small, I don't think that they would have, you know. I don't think those franchises would be dying. But I think they're small because no,
1: I think those stacks can be small and the franchise still die because it's they're the loyal ones. The the big stacks of people just aren't loyal. So like you can cater to them, there's more of them, but like they don't have the loyalty to the brand. Yeah. So you lost the people who were the most loyal. And now you just have people who are just like like people like me, like but I don't that, that care about Star Mar- Wars,
0: Mar- Marvel, because the only people who like Marvel now are the most loyal people.
1: It's it's two different entities,
0: but it, I guess the people are wildly like, different. Okay, but the most loyal Marvel's are an Marvel's infant compared. To, yeah,
1: Marvel's an infant compared to Star Wars. Not really.
0: We're talking like about the just the movie. The original fan movies. base of Marvel are the same age group as the original fan group of Star Wars.
1: No, not not at all.
0: Not like in the not just in the MCU yeah, versus yeah, Star yeah, yeah, Wars yeah. movies. No, because it's the it goes back to the comic
1: book groups. The original. Sure, but I, that, I, that that's not what the MCU fans are. MCU sure. fans are, are not mo- the, the comic movie fans. Yes. Yes. I agree. Yeah. Like, don't you remember us? Like, I have a vivid memory of us being in theaters watching Iron Man and then the movie ends. Or maybe we were walking into Iron we were walking into Iron Man. And we like sit down. It's just me and you I think went to this movie. I don't think anyone came with us. And you said he goes, I think after this movie there's supposed to be like this thing that talks about like the Avengers and I didn't know so what are the Avengers? And you're like, it's like it's like all these different superheroes that come together and you know fight and I think they're gonna like make they're gonna like try to make a bunch of movies with superheroes. Like even Ant Man, like I'll I'll never forget. Like Ant Man was the first one you threw out, and, and you were like, "Who the fuck is that?" Yeah, I was like, "Okay, cool, it sounds awesome." And then we watched the movie, and the and movie was great. The and then we got to the end, and Nick Fury comes out, and he's like, "I want to talk to you about the Avengers Initiative." And like, there are people in the, the theater that started like coming, and then and then here we are, where no one wants to watch any of these movies because they're like these movies. Here, you know what happened?
0: Oversaturation.
1: No, I think it's like I could save Marvel too. Dude, DC. You look at like what DC right? Like DC couldn't get a movie right to save their life.
0: They still don't usually.
1: And then like what? Eventually they were like, "What if we just tried to do what Marvel does and like we make things like lighter and funnier?" And then people were like, "Well, that's even worse." <laughs> so stop. stop doing that. And Marvel went. People love how light and funny and weird we are. Let's just keep doing that. And they. they It's so much... What happened... Yes. People miss the actual, like, grittiness that did come with a Marvel
0: movie. What Disney did to Marvel was they tried to make it the McDonald's movie franchise. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, I get it. Like, Disney sees money printing machines. We said this last week. Yeah. And they just want to fuel the money printing machine. It will never run out of gas if we continue to just do XYZ. The problem is that's so dumb and unrealistic. But that's okay. Like I was on board with the movie. I wanted a Marvel movie every year plan too. And for the first decade, I was going to cool. everyone. I went to everyone until I but stopped. Like, knowing when to play your cards or when to push the buttons is, would have really helped instead of being just like so greedy. If they could have slowed down and said, and they still can, like if they could just start start treating Marvel like a Start feeding into how much loyalty Like a real movie franchise. And now just say like, oh, by the way, we're taking a break. Like, there's not going to be a movie for three years. Five years. <laughs> and then people are like, what? What? And then come out with a, something really heavy hitting. And Take your be, time. Make something gonna, amazing. It's going to be good. Don't even spend $100 million. Just like write something really good with an actor who's really good and film something interesting. Yeah. Oh. And then <laughs> but five years come? later say, this is X, Y, Z. And don't announce anything else, and make it good. And if people like that, they'll want the next thing. And then three years later, you could say, "Here's this." Next how thing.
1: did it do that, though? Right? Like, how did it? How did they do that in the beginning? Like in the beginning, when they were just pumping out movie after uh, movie, three of, you, and they, they were three at a They time. were good, like unless they're maybe they weren't. Maybe they weren't good because
0: well, not all of them and were we just, as good. We just didn't have it before. Collectively, the original let's say, up until Endgame, but I would say it stops at, a, at like, the first Guardians of the Galaxy for me. Yeah, but, I would agree with you 100%. But the quality of those films as a whole, like, not go film by film, because some are better, some are worse, but as a whole, is just generally really good, which is impressive. It's like a really out, interesting story it's with like, all the connecting. It's like when you put out an album and every song's a banger. Yeah. Like, that doesn't happen often. So, like, yeah. they did that. And, like... to be applauded because that's hard to do but then it's like watching the follow up album to like someone who got signed to a really corporate record deal there's a couple good songs on it it just started to get watered down in production and then it never got out of it's own way so like the the true artist like someone who's genuinely attached to their craft and like is prolific in being able to create and put out. So like I'm trying to think of someone like let's say Taylor Swift. And this is because I'm going to be generous to people who like Taylor Swift. Let's say say that she's the greatest artist of our time. I'll give her all the credit in the world. She consistently puts out albums that receive mass popular appeal and every single song is better than the next according to people who like her. And she's very dedicated to her Craft and putting things out her way will not let her product be watered down by the production of the product. So, like, they will have final creative say over whatever happens. That's why Star Wars was so good for so long, even when George Lucas fucked it up. Like, the three movies that George Lucas put out that were so much worse than the original three movies were still good because George Lucas was an artist making art. Yeah. So, like, when a corporation puts out corporate shit and it's bad, it's not good on the yeah, artistic people, merits. people
1: don't like Attack of the Clones <laughs> because, like, it's so corporate. People don't like it because, like, George Lucas really got into the weeds here. It's so boring. Like, what is George Lucas thinking? But, at the end of the day,
0: it was George Lucas
1: going, there's I'm writing this story. Yes, yeah, yeah, So,
0: like, there's things to value. But when a corporation puts out something that's just meant to like make money and it's just shitty, and people understand there's really nothing of value there, so you're wasting your time, and it makes people upset, disappointed, they feel betrayed and hurt, and eventually that that's the loyalty thing. People walk away from the franchise. But if Marvel or Disney but, had uh, loyalty to, like, if when you hire JJ, I from don't just think on Marvel,
1: that, I don't think Marvel built loyalty.
0: It's,
1: Marvel never... I don't... In my opinion... Did. In my opinion, Marvel never had, like, loyalty. What Marvel had was, like...
0: It started to.
1: They just had this really big overarching story that everyone knew. Like, everyone knew that there was this big story and there was going to be an end to the story. So, I do it was loyalty. It was like, well, I'm here for this story. Because I fought through the end. I fought through Phase 3 to get to the end so I could see how the story ended. And then I was out. Yeah. Haven't watched anything since Endgame. Because I was like, I got to the end, I'm good. Don't care about anything else you put out in the future because I didn't like anything that really came at the end. You wouldn't even get to the end.
0: But, like, the, they still put out... So, like, it depends on the... you got It's so hard because it's really a project-by-project project thing. Like, when you put the right people in charge, like we were saying with Avatar, and there's the right, like, mix of art. You know, of artistic intent, and then financial backing from the right institution that wants to put out the thing you're trying to do. Something good can be made. Like the Punisher TV series that Disney made was after some of the worst stuff that they put out on film, and it still was good. And like you were saying about Andor, like people still say that those shows are good. Wandavision. So like you can still create good things while. Diminishing the overall whole because they put out so much stuff that's no longer some of stuff quality. is going to be good, and then like the the floor has fallen so far. So like,
1: what that happens that is you pass, just the
0: floor was just pretty good. What happens
1: is you just figure out that like Jon Favreau <laughs> kind of knows what he's doing, so you just let him do everything. So that'll lead to the
0: next problem, which is why is Jon Favreau doing what? everything? But, like, you hire people just on, like, the... You don't hire them on their merits or their attachment to, like, what you want to do or their their inspiration behind the project. It's just, like, a paycheck for a guy who did something once that maybe could be related to what you're doing now. And it, like, no longer has... And then it's a room full of writers who have no attachment to the or- original art. And, like, it just gets lost. Because there's no one creative vision who wants to protect at all costs what people love about the franchise. That's what Pokemon is. Like, Pokemon... There's one... There's, like... I don't know if one, but, like, Game Freak and whoever owns fucking Pikachu's face.
1: Do not let... That's how you should hire people. Like, like the, all these companies should just be, like... Their interview process should just be... Like, all right, what are you... Like, are you qualified to, like, do whatever the job we're asking you to do is? That's one. Two is, like in 1000 words or more like you need at least 1000 words explain to me your vision of of what pokemon is and what it can be yeah what star wars is what it can be and then you just have to read through that and go this person's out of their goddamn mind <laughs> no <laughs> or like this person gets it
0: yeah yeah but the person who's making that decision the people who are deciding who gets it and not also have to get it. well cuz like yes. does anyone at disney get it i don't know no they don't get anything that doesn't make money. So, like, they don't understand. But, like, wait. These things aren't making money anymore? I don't understand it. I don't understand Ant-Man any longer. Why isn't this making money? Do you think there's a way that they can fuck up the theme parks? Yes. Because, like,
1: that'll be the worst, case. Like, if they start doing stuff there that...
0: They becomes... try. Constantly.
1: Like, spl- Like... Like, they're turning Splash Mountain into the Princess and the Frog ride. And I get it. You know, you... Louisiana swamp. You have a black princess, sure. Like you want to, but people love Splash Mountain. Now it's gone.
0: Yeah, I mean you have brands. The price of their parks get too expensive, and things things change. Right? Look at the Yankees. If I were Pokemon, I'd put a Pokemon theme park right in Tampa. Oh,
1: we have to talk about pitch clock stuff. So I don't know if I you, you want to do that in the actual. I haven't
0: seen anything about it.
1: If you want to talk about it in the actual podcast, we can, or if you want to talk about it now. No, let's start the real podcast. Okay.
0: We'll do that. We'll start with what I want to start with.